Okay, Patrick Paolini, uh, I'm on vacation up here in Northern Michigan. Uh, people are gonna be hearing a lot of background noise. Uh, I'm live from a cafe because we have no internet. So, who doesn't have internet? Patrick, like, where, I, I, where are you? I'm up in Sutton's Bay, Michigan. Have you ever been up here? I know you've been to, I know you've been to Detroit, but I don't. Uh, I've been to Detroit, I've been to Ann Arbor. Uh, I've obviously been to the suburbs of Detroit, but no, I haven't been to Sutton's Town. What's it called? Sutton's Bay. It's Sutton's in Bay. Northern Michigan. Beautiful. Out here on uh, Lake Michigan. Gorgeous. How is it not, how is it not having internet? Uh, it's, you know what? I was actually saying this to you before we started the podcast. It's actually irritating, which is ter Maybe this is a sign I really need to log off, but nothing is more frustrating. You just want to check a few emails spot of you know just clear up a few things and you know god damn it you can't get on any yeah, there's so no cell like it's funny you say that because you know when i'm on vacation obviously as a general manager i'm never always i'm never 100 percent off yeah uh, i think some of our gms may do that i don't know uh i just can't mentally like i'd rather check a few emails and then feel better about how things are. Now, I do know if it's an emergency, they're gonna call me, so maybe I shouldn't be checking. But I don't also wanna come back to 7,000 emails, because that's, I mean, literally what I would come back to after a week, it'd be like, and then I'd miss stop. I don't know, I just, I feel better when I'm on vacation that I've been able to just check a few things. Um, I totally hear you. It's it's because then if I check a few things, then I can take a few days off, totally decompress. Then you log back on, but it's it's just like now you have to travel to the nearest town. You know these wonderful people. How far is the nearest town? How far do you have to travel for this podcast? <laughs> Two hours. No, you haven't. No, you didn't. <laughs> I was trying to guilt trip you. No, um, it was like fifteen minutes down the road. It was fine. Still, it was fine. Yeah, so I got up early, you know, got all the Polini perspective, was reading through all these topics so we can really have a good debate. Yeah, I, listen, you really prepare for this. I'm, people will probably be surprised about that, that we actually do prepare for this thing. Because <laughs> I'm know, sure it doesn't come across that way. It doesn't. It's, I'm sure people think it's like ill-informed. But however, we do a lot of show prep throughout the week. We, we, we do, uh, I don't know about a lot. <laughs> okay, well, thanks. All right, well, stop. We do some. Some. We do some. Okay, where do you, what do you want to talk about? I mean, even though we did a show last week, it still seems like there's so many things. In sports to talk about, obviously the Euros, you must have watched, huge game. Dan well, had yeah, to go. It, it was a, I was very conflicted because obviously I am from Italian heritage. And uh, so I was half rooting for the Italians, but I, you know, most of the players on, on um, England, I follow from the Premier League and, Many of them are on my, you know, top teams from the Premier League. So it was, uh, yeah, I was kind of, you know, I, you know, England hasn't won in over 50-something years. Yeah, 55 so years. Yeah, so I was kind of rooting for them. Uh, you know, very exciting. Uh, you know, I got into it with our friend Joe DeCipio, who's ill-informed always. Um, <laughs> You know, saying that a soccer match or a football match, or everyone of course, never ended PKs or uh, kicks from the spot, as they say. Why? Um, Why does he feel that way? Well, he's like, he's a hockey guy. So he's like, you know, hockey will go to seven overtimes to decide the Stanley Cup champion. I'm like, listen, 
first of all, these these guys have there's limited subs, unlike hockey. They've already played about 135 minutes with extra time. It's not a sport where you score a lot of goals. So you could be playing for another three days. And 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 at that point it would just be like guys can't run, they're all cramped. So whatever. You know, he, he's just as usual, he's ill informed on, on many topics. So uh it was exciting. Okay. I felt bad for obviously the three England players who missed. Uh I did say at the time, actually I should say Kristen said who played soccer. When this so real quick, England won one one of PKs, he subbed in um, two players, uh, Rashford and um, uh, Sancho from uh, the bench with about a minute left in extra time, and then put them up as, you know, in the top five to kick the, the penalty kicks. They both missed poorly. Uh, you know, when you're not warmed up, you know, she said at the time, like, that's not good. And yet they did it and they missed and then, uh, you know, but okay, they lost. But what's really a shame is, you know, there's a lot of unfortunately historic racism in Europe baked into soccer and so forth. So, you know, the three players who missed for England are all black players. And, um, you know, the, the, the disgusting racist vitriol after against them, they actually, uh, they, they, they said they put racist things on, on um, Rashford's uh, poster by Man U. Um, so, you know, listen, the, the, the Football Association, the England Football Club, uh, national team, I should say, uh, Harry Kane, their captain, yeah, and yeah. many, many others came out and said, listen, you're not an England fan if this is how you act. Uh, you know, they played their heart outs. They missed a penalty kick. Yes, it's unfortunate. Uh, criticize them for how they took the kick or whatever. But, you know, to, to, to attack their, their, the, the color of their skin, I mean, ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. How did you feel to a lot of people criticizing Boris Johnson, you know, because he was anti uh, the kneeling, you know, for Black Lives Matter, but then kind of came out against racism. So I, I believe one of the guys that was uh, an England player was like, yeah, you can't have it both ways, you know. Yeah, so, so the kneeling thing is, um, you know, I'm mixed on that in, in the sense that I do know a bunch of teams and national teams and even club teams have decided collectively to not kneel anymore because they feel it's it's a it's a lot it's um it, you know we need to do more than just kneel like we're past that now right. and we need to do more and they feel like it's just a symbolic gesture with no real tangible okay. action behind it so i do know teams that were kneeling you know obviously since last summer some of them have stopped uh but um yeah so you know honestly i don't know what boris johnson said or didn't say um, you know i listen i think you could be for not kneeling and also an anti-racist and you know su support what the cause is uh, so but yeah just terrible like just unfortunate you know, like, listen, these guys, they, they put their hearts out for their country. They're they are going to have to live with missing the penalty kick I forever. Know. 
Talk about pressure. I mean, 55 years. And what was the slogan? Bring it home or bringing it home? Bring, I don't know. bring it home. Bring it home. Uh, and it's actually, you know, uh, you know irony, I guess. Um, the head coach for England, Southgate, he himself missed a penalty kick 25 years ago in the Euros in the semifinals to get them to the finals. So, Damn. yeah, he's being really criticized for playing a defensive you know, very defensive match in the second half. I mean, England scored in the first two minutes and then just packed it in, had very few chances after that, let Italy back in the game. And then, you know, I think he made some poor decisions in, in the penalty phase of, of the game. But listen, it was it was fun to watch. I actually miss it. Uh, miss it now. Dan was like loving it, you know. And yeah, ironically, yeah. up here in North Michigan, they did not really want to play the game. He had to go to a bar where they played it without sound <laughs> where are you I know, I know. we have no tv no internet no yeah, but yet the, the prop they probably have the sound on like the michigan michigan state game from like 1984 that meant nothing he said they walked into the bar up here in sutton's bay the there was a guy watching bowling and they had the volume on bowling for that guy. After he left, the bartender would switch it over to the Euros and Dan was like, I was gonna leave her a great tip until she wouldn't turn the volume on and then he was like, cut the tip. Like, I mean, come on. You guys, like, it's a huge game. How do you not play that? But, uh, all right, we're on the sports. So do you want to yeah. talk Wimbledon? Do you want to talk Stephen A. Smith? Uh, Stephen A. Smith doesn't really apologize often. So he's apologizing. Well, yeah, so Sohi Atani is a um, player for the Angels. Uh, doesn't speak very good English. He's a absolute stud. He's, <laughs> you know, he pitches and hits home runs. <laughs> I mean, uh, and then Stephen A. Smith, as he does many times his takes are all over the place i think to gain you know just to get reaction that's yeah, who yeah he is um just had a terrible take on the fact that you know yes he's a great player but he really shouldn't be and i'm paraphrasing here he shouldn't be the the face of mlb because every time he gets interviewed he needs an interpreter just you know whatever like i mean i don't First of all, who said he's the face of baseball? Number two, so what? Baseball is an international sport. These players are coming from all over to play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, go back to Yao Ming in the NBA. He was an absolute star, spoke very little English. Um, you know, again, he wasn't the face of the NBA at the time, but I, I remember, like, he was like, it was like a Hollywood star walked in when Yao Ming came to town. So, even to that point. Just a bad take. You know, there's many people who could be the face of baseball, right? I mean, it's baseball in 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 you know internationally in Asia is huge. Certainly in the Dominican and and, 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 and those those countries. Yeah. Um, it was an odd, yeah. It was just an odd take because even at that point, I mean, just Alex Ovechkin obviously speaks English, but it's like. Does he speak great English? Not really, no. but yet that doesn't seem to be an issue. Yeah. You know, it's it's a very. I just. Nah, it was, was just. A, it was a terrible take. Yeah, it was, I was like, this is such a bizarre. Uh, I don't know. Point to me. So I, I mean, uh, you're talking to someone who has stopped watching those count point counterpoint sports talk shows a long, long time ago. 
I don't get who watches these things. I don't care what Stephen A has to say. I don't care what. Uh, um, I don't even know half the other ones, like the other yeah, ESPN reporters now. Um, uh, his name's Max. Um, I can't remember his last name right now. But no, like, who cares about? Like, it's just. They create controversy to create controversy. And then he apologizes for it. And by the way, if that's what you believe, because that's what he believed. Stay with then it. Don't ap- then don't apologize. I, you know Stay what? To your point. Oh, there you go. Like, that's the thing, right? If you believe it. Well, he initially doubled down. Don't you feel like ESPN must have put pressure on him? Because he initially doubled down. He wasn't going to apologize. Then he did. And I think I'm wondering if with the ESPN's controversy involving the two women female reporters we were talking about last week, if they just didn't want any additional. Because I, I agree with you. It wasn't like that was that bad that you couldn't just stick with it. Like, hey, look, this is my no, opinion. I mean, listen, you could say he's a great player. He's amazing. They can market him to, to you know, uh, uh, you know, the, you know the, the international community. But maybe he shouldn't be, you know, the fate. That's basically what he said. So stick to it. Don't apologize. That is a, the ongoing discussion we have on this podcast. Um, by the way, obviously last week after we did the show, then Rachel Nichols was from ESPN was um, pulled off her reporting. Yes. Were you surprised? I mean, because that's kind of the point you made is like, are NBA players going to talk to her? And obviously ESPN must have felt like they weren't. Yeah, I think it was the right move at the right time. You know, you didn't want to make her the story as the NBA Finals got underway. They still, uh, she still hosted her show Jump. Uh, I think it seems like it's kind of died down now a little bit. Uh, You know, we'll see what they do with her contract. By the way, Maria Taylor's contract, who obviously was, you know, the, the person that Rachel Nichols spoke about, I believe her contract was up this week. I haven't... I haven't read anything on what they decided to do. But my guess is she got some leverage in the negotiation after all that, all the con. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Don't you think they end up probably keeping um, Rachel? I, yeah, I, I, think they'll, I think they'll keep hold. But, um, you know, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a great look. You got the Open this weekend. Okay. You know, which I love. I love waking up early on, on, uh, on a Saturday, Sunday to watch a little golf. Well, okay, you know, I know nothing about golf. Who's who's in it? Like who's favored? No, this is the. It used to be called the British Open. Now it's just called the Open. It's the you know it's 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 in Europe and uh, I don't I mean I don't know who's favored. It's all the the great players: McIlroy, Johnson, Spieth, um, Shane Lowry is the defending champ. Is Bryson going to be in? It? Bryson's in it. Okay. I enjoy the Bryson. Isn't it Bryson Jason or something drama? I'm liking this. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, Ketka. Yeah. I, I like the uh, hate. The bro hate is why I Yeah, I hope, I hope they get matched up. That'd be awesome. Uh, I love that together. they hate each other so much. It's such a great rivalry. That's the only reason so, I care. Yeah. So a few people have um, pulled out the the, um, the Masters champion, Hideki Matsuyama, uh, pulled out due to covid travel restrictions uh, you know you and I have talked about this before sports has to catch up like there's there, there's going to be positives if people are vaccinated they should be able to continue to play you know it's you know they fit the Philly just Philly's just had an outbreak you know the I you know the I think these sports rules have to just they have to catch up to what the CDC guidance is and what people are saying. So it'll be, 
I'd be interested to see if they could, you know, kind of. Okay, well, that then that makes a good transition to, you were tweeting about this week, CDC has basically said kids can go back to school in the fall, they don't need to wear masks if they've been vaccinated. Correct. So since putting that out, have any schools, like even in our area, said, hey, kids can come back, now you don't need masks? Has uh, anything I think changed? Our, I think our schools are, I don't know if our schools have made decisions yet in this region. Um, I do know California, which really, why would you live there? Um, um, because it's amazing. The weather, Hollywood. Yeah. No. I mean, don't you love celebrities? They stars, came out. No. Good no. sushi. They they came out and said they're going to still have kids. All kids wear masks, which makes zero sense. But you know, what are we doing? Either either you either you follow these CDC recommendations, which you have been for, or you don't. Like, so telling kids if they're vaccinated. Don't you want more people to get vaccinated? We have the same conversation. Yeah, we, we do. We to, do. But listen, if you're vaccinated, you shouldn't have to wear a mask anywhere. Period. End of story. What are we doing? Idiots run these cities and school districts. Well, you know how I feel. I, I'm, I'm up here. Some of our family members are not vaccinated. No one's touching the baby. I'm like, even the vaccinated ones, I'm like, absolutely not. You're not touching the baby. You could get the Delta variant. Mm -mm. I'm with Gail King. Did you see Gail King on CBS? She told uh, your favorite guy, Dr. Fauci, she is not inviting her unvaccinated family members to Thanksgiving. I said, go, Gail. Go for her. But why is she worried if she's vaccinated? I don't understand. Because you can get the Delta variant. You and I argue so, about this every week. So I get it. I don't want to get COVID, period. Uh, okay, that's uh, fine. Uh, look, we, we have the same argument every week. I want to move on because I'm curious. Eric Adams has now become yes. the new mayor of New York City. Uh, he won the Democratic nomination. Okay. Obviously, he's going to win, right? But Obviously. he's not the mayor yet. Thank you. Thank you for the correction. But very interesting because it's kind of bringing up the topic of the rise of the anti-woke Democrat, which essentially means very liberal, but are tired of these slogans like defund the police or, um, you know, kind of this like rise of Antifa without, you know, um, serious crackdown. Um, Adams went to D.C. to talk to uh, President Biden about police reform, all this stuff. So just what is your take? You think he will become the next mayor? Oh, he absolutely will. He'll win in a landslide. Uh, and here's my question to you. Do you think that you're becoming kind of the anti-woke Democrat? Because I think, I'm like, oh, I feel like I could identify with that. Oh, yeah. Listen, I, I don't know what the anti-woke Democrat actually stands for, but if it's, if it's moderate policies on... A lot wide range of subjects. Yes, I think Eric Adams is more liberal than maybe I am, but I think he is certainly more. Um, well, pragmatic. he's absolutely not for defund the police. He well, he was a police officer for twenty years. Right. I think he's pragmatic in there has to be a balance of policing reform with smart policing and. You know, standing by your officers, giving them the resources to do their job, working with the communities. Listen, violence is off the charts in most all of our major cities. DC hit a hundred murders 
um, for the first time by July 10th since 2003. Most cities are, are hitting record violence, whether it's murders, aggravated assault, robberies, rapes, uh, carjackings. There's a lot of lawlessness going on in many of these cities. And you know what? Facts are facts. Many of these cities, if not all of them, are run by Democrats. Now, that I'm not. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's be, you know, why. Right. But the fact is, you know, there has to be a balance between community policing, getting your officers out there in the community, asking questions, and I, I you know, I, I believe, you know, I joke about blue bloods, but. I, I do believe there is a correlation between these low-level crimes getting a pass, and I think there's a causation for more violent crimes. And again, I'm no expert, you know, like, it's a serious topic, you know, and again, we should bring somebody on who clearly understands this and knows this. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, and I'll give an example, like, so... You know, we covered the story, you know, several months back. Uh, three teenage girls hijacked an Uber driver. Yes. Carjacked, and he ended up dying. And they killed him. And uh, because he, you know, they, he crashed and, and so forth. Uh, yeah. They were, they, none of them were charged as adults. They all got off light because they were charged as youths. And, um, so over the weekend, you had three other girls who were arrested for attempted carjacking. Now, would they have done that if the other ones got a harder sentence? I don't know, maybe. But, you know, to me, a 15, 16-year-old tries to carjack somebody with a weapon, taser, in this case, it was a taser. I'm sorry, they should do real time. They should. They should do real time. I'm not saying they should do 25 years like an adult, right. but they shouldn't do three years. They should do real time, serious time. I'm sorry, 15, 16 year olds know what the hell they're doing. They just do. You think, see, I, I don't think that no, they, they do, do. And I think their Abs life is. No, they're dropping. Listen, if, if you're giving them a license and they can drive. Sorry, they do. They made a conscious decision to do that. Okay, I mean, 12, 13 year olds. I can you could you could convince me 12, 13 year olds, maybe, but a 15, 16 year old. Sorry, you're an adult. I'm not saying you should go away for the rest of your life. I'm right. not. I'm not saying if you were, but it shouldn't be when you turn 18 you get out. Okay, but with that story, I mean, I think you had a lot of people in D.C., including the attorneys, wanting, they would have liked to have given harsher sentences or even, like, gone for that. But in the, in the district, the, the law is essentially under 18. You cannot be charged as an adult, I believe. Uh, I don't believe that's true. I Are think you sure? I, I thought no. that was the caveat for this case is that they, hold on, you know, let I, me look. I, I, I'd have to look at that. I, I do think in the case where the driver died, one of them could have been charged as an adult. I believe the 16-year-old. I believe it's. It depends on the level of crime. Um, but you, I don't. I don't think you're right, but you may be right. But uh, well, then they need to change the law. So you know. But yeah. Back to the. But back to the point. Okay. You know, there has to be. Listen, I think Eric Adams was the best of the group. I think he'll have 
a, you know, wide support. Uh, we'll see how he, his actions and interactions with the police departments. But listen, you have a president who is pro-policing. Yes, reform. Yes, be better. Yes, clean up your departments. Weed out the bad actors. Don't just move people from district to district if they're not... Okay, there, by the way, I was just looking up um, in D.C. There is some ways, there's four circumstances that would allow prosecutors in the district to file a motion for transfer to adult criminal court and the juvenile court um, could conduct a hearing if the youth were, was 15 or older at the time yep. of the conduct and the youth allegedly committed an act that would be a felony if committed by yep. an adult. So there was only one girl that was 16, though, right? Weren't the, Wasn't the other... Two, were they I, I think there was two. I think there was a 15, a six-year-old, and then a younger one in, in the last one. In this one, I think there was only one who was 16. Okay, there's like some, and the, one of the other caveats is if the youth is 16 or older and they are already under the jurisdiction of an agency or institution as a delinquent child. So it sounds like they have to already have had some sort of prior, which... I actually thought one of the girls did. So to, you might be right. They may have been able to charge, yeah. which if they actually could have charged one, that's kind of surprising they didn't because that was a really, I mean, that made national news. That was just a tragic incident. Yeah. So um, Eric, it, you know, he won. He's going to win. Adams is and interesting. And, and you probably saw it too. Like he wants to take a lot of the desk police officers, put them back on the street. He actually wants single patrols, so he wants more police out on the street patrolling, but he wants them out, some of them, one at a time, doing more community uh, outreach. Um, but, you know, it's fascinating. He actually wants more police, more, which is opposite well, of what we hear in the press. President Biden just came out and basically said, use more money, use some of the COVID relief money to hire more police. I mean, you know. Yeah, that's kind of a... We, we can move on after this, but we could talk about all the political rhetoric about defund the police, this, that, the other thing. The reality is, you need police, you need good policing, you need to protect the communities most at, most at risk. Yes. Right? The poorer communities, and th there's, a, there's a contrast here with what the politicians, some of the politicians are saying versus the reality. And I do think President Biden has tried to balance that, right? It's, which, which is good because who would want to be a cop right now in these major cities? No one. A lot of cities were no saying one. they're the way down. The pay sucks. The schedule sucks. You're, you're vilified by you know, 30, 40, 50% of the, the, the citizens. You make one little mistake. And again, I'm not talking about racist cops. I'm talking about like just a good cop who makes a mistake. You're on a, you're on a video or something. You know, the, 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 the council, the city council, the mayor, none of them have your back. And so... so Why so would you want the, to do it? Yeah. The, 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 the cumulative effect of all this rhetoric is crime is up. Police, the number of police officers is down. The recruitment is down. So, you know, and, you know, and here we go. Here we go. So, um, okay, let's let's talk about. I wanted to ask your thoughts on so the Democrats in Texas, right? So, um, fleeing the state on two yeah. private jets, actually in the district right now, um, yeah. hanging out basically to protest the um, voter rules that they are trying to to pass there. That that to me are mind blowing because they're incredibly restrictive. So, how do you feel about that move? 
I mean, I think those Texas laws are insane. I mean, you know, the amount of things they want to do, they want to criminally charge somebody if you help somebody in line trying to vote, you know, all kinds of... um, This goes back to my, my life, my lifelong slogan. Two things can be true. I think the... Did I lose you? Oh. You're on mute. Okay, keep going. I'm just trying to mute it so I kill the background noise when I'm not talking. It's fine. It actually, it it feels like we're like, you know, at a pub. Doing a live podcast? Doing a live podcast. Okay, okay, good. As long as you don't mind, I'm trying to... No, I actually actually like it. Okay, I'm trying to just Uh, mute my mic. But keep going. So Some of my best conversations are at a pub after a few drinks. So, like, (laughs) this is good. I can imagine. (laughs) So this is where I think two things can be true. Uh... Yeah. Again, I don't know the the, 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 the uh, specifics of all the Texas voter. There's laws. a I lot. Yeah. Some some of them seem reasonable. Some of them are, I think, restrictive. Uh, I don't like all these bills about voter ID are being painted under the um, voter suppression umbrella. But a lot of them are. Let's let's stop kidding ourselves. They are trying to accomplish that. However, you've been elected. The Republicans run the state. Stay and do your job. Stay and do your job. Like, they should be arrested, I think. Well, that's what Governor Abbott has said when they get back, that they will be. You you have, like, like, in what world can you run from your responsibilities? (laughs) Like, stay Hmm. and, you know, you know. (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying stay. to think. Yeah. No, I mean, but, but you may not like stay and fight. Stay and fight. Stay yeah, and but fight. aren't they fighting by leaving? That's the whole point. No. They can't hold no. a vote if they're not there. Don't you think that they claim, look, this is an act to save democracy. And Oh, please. But we see, we see, look at these insane voter laws now in Georgia. And, you know, a lot of people make the argument this is the Republicans are doing this because it's the only way that they can win is if they make it extremely hard for people to get to the fo- the polls and vote ahead. Yeah, you know what? I, again, I don't know what, out of millions and millions and millions of people who vote in Texas, I don't know what we're you know, talking about in terms of how much this would really make an impact. Uh, you should want more people to vote than less. You shouldn't make it impossible. I do think you should need an ID to vote. Uh, but I also don't think you should run away from your responsibilities and flee the state like you're a freaking, you know. Well, <laughs> you it'll know. Be, do you think they'll really be arrested when they get back? That's what Governor Abbott, I'm curious no. to see if that'll happen. Okay. okay. Uh, you know, I, I don't I love that they took private jet. They didn't even care. Well, I know it was like. Uh, yeah part of their democratic fundraising money so i guess it was within their rules or something they could do it but anyway well, certainly they don't care about climate change i guess right wow all right throwing that down um all right i gotta ask you about some other did you by the way let me ask you did you care about this virgin atlantic okay well, i was gonna ask you about that do you care about billionaires in space no at zero literally zero number like zero when i tell you lower than zero zero number one number two let's stop calling him an astronaut he literally went up yeah, he spent billions of dollars on some plane that, like, just had weightlessness for five minutes, 
great accomplishment. Who cares? All the news outlets covered it. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah, gave did, him a ton too. of attention. We, yeah, yeah, I mean, you had to, but don't care. Oh, dreamers, if we can do this, yeah. Yeah, no, he, I could do this if I had a billion dollars. So shush up. Like, I didn't care. You're not an astronaut. You didn't train to be an astronaut. <laughs> like, enough. Do you care about like, Bezos going next? No. <laughs> zero. Like, literally zero. Here, but Patrick, you know, here's going to be the next frontier. The debate is who is going to own space? No, it won't. For, you, know, you know who the frontier is going to be for? Rich, rich, rich. Mostly white people. Right? But now so that's, what I, that's what I don't understand about the woke, right? So, oh, Branson's woke. Bezos is woke. You know what they're doing? They're, they're trying to make a fortune on space travel for the rich, the uber rich, right? So I mean, it, it's like feminists who only are pro female if they agree with their policies on the liberal democratic side. Like, th that's what's wrong here. No one stands behind what they truly believe. Like, sorry. Yeah, oh, space travel. This isn't space travel. This is a freaking, you know. This is testing it for the uber wealthy to see how yes. they can go to space yeah. and have a vacation, essentially. Yes. And of All course, right. one of the arguments is, is who is going to own space? Like, obviously here we own land. You get, you know, you have a, a, a deed to your property or, you know. And so now it's like, well, who's going to own space sections? And I, I did, and Richard Branson getting a ton of heat for that, basically telling kids, dream big, you yeah, know, you can, big. you know, well, it's listen, like. He, listen, dream big in the sense, he, listen, he made a fortune, right? Made a fortune, good for him. Bezos, out of nothing, created. In a garage, in a garage. But, right. Yeah. So that should be the dream, not to go to space, right? The dream should be, you truly can become a billionaire in this country because of your your your, your creations and your and, and and your work ethic, all that stuff, right? And it's real. It's real. But I mean, come on. But you don't give a damn about Elon Musk or um, Bezos next in space. Like literally <laughs> zero. You guys should have done a radical act and refused to cover. I actually care less about that than I do the Emmys. <laughs> wow, we I, found something that you cared less about than award shows. Yeah, this is well, amazing. The, the, the Emmy nominations came out, so I'm like, okay, who cares? Um, okay, wait, I want to ask you about this too. Obviously, Bill Cosby released from prison. Yeah, um, terrible. But his his manager is saying that they are hearing from comedy clubs across the country that people want to see him. 83 years old. Only served almost, or maybe he did serve three years. Not even quite three years, I don't think, of his three to ten year sentence. No. Do you think, my question to you is, do you think he can mount a comeback? Because I, whether yeah. you agree or disagree, I think people Absolutely. will go see him. No doubt. No doubt. So what's the point anymore? Are there any consequences for anything? Because it seems like no matter who you are, people will forgive you and move on. Well, I don't know about who, listen, I, you know. All kidding aside, we we've been you and I've been talking about this for for years. There, the I mean, listen. Do I think like Felicia Rashad? Okay. Yeah. Comes comes out in support of Bill Cosby. Everyone thought she get she had just get, gotten hired by Howard 
Everyone thought she got fired by Howard. I believe she's still employed there, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She issued an apology, and now they're standing by her. Okay. 65% of Howard University are black females, right? She supported a serial rapist. How does that not get her canceled from Howard? Like... Now, listen, I'm not for the cancer shit and all that, and I think it's blown. Some people say they're canceled. They're not really canceled. And, but I'm sorry. He's a serial rapist. You represent a school that has 60 to 65% female. of their total population is black females. And you're not canceled? Sorry. Like, she supported him the last time. She supported him this time. And again, this is my own opinion, and it's been out. Who knew what she knew, right? I'm sorry. Like, I don't. I listen. You know what? I just think that. You know. Do you think if, though, it's not maybe, the first time? It's not the first time she supported. Okay. Do you said. think at all though? It's maybe a turning point, right? Because we've argued to in the over the past couple of years on this podcast. Like a lot of times, companies are afraid when somebody says something to stick with them, right? Like Teen Vogue, for an example, which, I mean, they'd already vetted her. I mean, so do you think this is maybe a turning point where companies are saying, you know what? Okay, she has a differing opinion than what we believe. We obviously asked- No, this isn't an opinion. He's a serial rapist. He didn't get off because he was found not guilty. He got off on a technicality because of the deposition was not supposed to be used. Right, it's not that he's not guilty. Yeah. Right. So his guilt is unquestionable, and there's probably, we know there's more and more and more out there. Like, Atlas, should she have been fired? I don't know. She probably, but, well, you know. You, you, just, okay, you feel like that was some actionable that, that she should have been removed from her position there instead of yeah, sticking by yeah, her. Yeah, I do, I do, because she was appointed to the position. Um, I do, yeah, I actually do. In that case, I do. Wow. I, I Listen, mean, if a, if a board, if a, if, if, you know, if a board member of a company supported, you know, I'm trying to think of the Harry Harvey Weinstein, okay? Because they're they're the same. Yeah. Right. They're, yeah. I don't think they'd still be on that board. I don't. I don't. I mean, that's a fascinating point. I guess you know, like. Did you say fascinating? That's great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does. Look, it's like we always talk about, right? There's just, it always seems like there are different rules at different times for different people. It, it's always hard to say, like, uh, it's anyone's guess. Like, who gets Listen, fired, and, who doesn't? And, you know, I don't know Felicia Rashad's life. I don't know what she brings to the table at Howard. Maybe that over, maybe that's more important than getting rid of her. Okay. I, I Listen, that's not for me to decide. I just don't know how you come out and support Bill Cosby. And keep your job at a, you know, prestigious school where a lot of women are represented, women of color. Yeah. 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 I mean, he preyed on women. Well, a lot of people were calling for, a lot of alum, a lot of people were calling for her to be fired. So I do, oh, yeah. I, I think it's I mean, no, listen, one of those not, things. Uh, this is, a, I mean, there were a lot of people who said she should have been out. 
I always wonder too, to remember, and we kind of talked about this with Rachel Nichols at ESPN, you know, it's always like, what is their agreements or contracts? You know, I mean, would we be surprised if, okay, they stick by her now, so, but to four me, months? Rachel Nichols, and I said this last week, real quick. What she said was her opinion. It may, it's not, it wasn't factual, but she didn't say anything. She didn't say anything racist. She didn't say anything like, like, like it was just, it was her opinion on why another employee was in a position that they were, right? She's allowed to say that. Now, the company is also allowed to not assign her to the NBA, right? So- Well, and I mean, yeah, it wasn't like a derogatory term, but I mean, it's implied, I oh, think, no a doubt. form of no, no, racism. No, no doubt. What I'm saying is like, she didn't say a racial slur. She didn't say correct, correct. Which just totally takes it to a different level, right? So, and listen, there you got to be very careful with. She was in a private conversation. You got free speech issues. She. That's true. And I, Felicia Richard did go to Twitter, defended right. someone who is guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's kind of a different mix. A little oh, different. What else? Is there anything else you want to cover? Like anything else, like going on uh, locally? There's apparently supposed to be a free Britney Spears rally. Yeah, I'm going. Okay. I'm going. <laughs> okay, yeah. I would pay money. I got my shirt. I ordered a shirt. Free Britney. I would pay money to see this. Why don't we, as a station, send you to cover it? I want to see that. Oh my God, I would love to go cover that. Are you sending Kevin McCarthy down to go cover this or what? Oh yeah, we're going to cover it. Did you see that she- uh, That's good it was news. An older, it was an older picture, but she she sent, she sent tweeted out or Instagrammed out a picture of her and her boyfriend and said, you know, he looks like a dad or something. Cause you know, the whole thing where they were telling her that she can't get pregnant and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, free Britney rally in DC. What? Anything else? What else is going on that you want no, to cover? I think we're good. I mean, uh, this, is, this was a good, good podcast. It felt it was... like we're in like a cafe or a, a, a pub. By the way, I actually Instagrammed about your podcast and I got, I would say probably 10 messages from yeah. Sarah Fraser fans who want the link and want to start listening, which- So send it out. Could be good or could be bad. And by the way, so just so you're all, for the 12 uh, listeners that we have, I still have not been invited on Sarah Fraser's podcast. You've been on the podcast. Remember you came on with AJ and me like over a year ago. Oh, I did? Yes. I will send you, you the episode. Did you ever air that episode? Yes, you were like on the show for like 20 minutes. All right, all right, I forgot about that. You can come back on though. I gotta come back on, yeah. All right, um, okay. All right, Sarah. So, Patrick, where do we follow you and then we'll see Patrick, you next week. Patrick, GM, Fox 5 DC. Enjoy your uh, stay vacation with no internet. I will, yeah, no internet, no television, no cell reception, okay. You should try to get over the Canadian border and see if they let you. <sighs> Yeah, good luck with that. If I can't Free even, Brit how am I gonna find the Canadian border? I have no GPS, I've got no internet. Free Britney. Free Britney. Bye Patrick, Hello. bye. <laughs>